good morning from Dolly Divine Ministries. This is Pastor Cece. I hope everyone's having a good morning. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's going to be a powerful one. It's going to delete many of the uh, teachings that have, that have been taught to you in the past. Listen with a clear understanding of the word. Ask God to help you understand of what is going to be spoken today. Listen to it clearly. Open your heart. Open your Christ mind. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love this one. What is the thought called sin? Scripture says that Jesus was a lamb slain before the foundation of the earth were laid down. This means he was the sacrifice for our sins, our mistakes, our errors, before we ever committed one act of sin. This means that the the Godhead never held us accountable for sin the way we understand sin to begin with. So the lamb slain before the foundations of the earth were laid down means that it was not the act of sin. Adam and Eve eating from the wrong tree that enslaved us. But it was a thought, the mindset of sin, primary, which first enslaved them to carry carry out the act of sin, secondary. So what then is sin? Scripture teaches that sin began with the disobedience of Adam, and in him, wanting to remove himself from God's reign, from trying to do something for Father God, to be pleased with him. But he was already perfect, righteous, and holy. Therefore sin is first the thought, the desire to willfully separating oneself from Father God. So sin is first the thought and that corrupted the entire nature of a holy and righteous creation which mutated and became the valley shadow of death. Adam became or Adam came down from the mountain of Father God. Thus or his heavenly throne and found himself naked with opened eyes by the disobedience of the choice that he took by partaking of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. This means that sin is at its root is a thought of deliberately and intentionally separating oneself from Father God. This thought of deliberately and intentionally separating oneself from Father God is what sin is. The thought then led to the act of him separating himself from Father God and influencing all of mankind without them participating. So it was the thought that like Adam, we were separated, alienated from a Father God that terrified Adam and Eve. 
same thing terrifies us because in our own mind as Paul said in our own, in our own mind we are alienated from Father God so the thoughts the mindset that they were different and not the same as their heavenly father that enslaved them keeping them and us in endless looped time you and me trapped in this moment endlessly that was the disobedience of Adam by partaking of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil no it was not an apple Ecclesiastics 1.9 says there is nothing new under the sun but then came Jesus revealing the thought mindset of our oneness our union our sameness with as Father God and our holiness and our righteousness the nature of Father God which is Christ is salvation resurrection and immortality because of our oneness our union our sameness and as father god <clears throat> as the same as the same christ or the spirit that rose jesus from the dead is the same christ the spirit of father god in mankind that will change our vile bodies or the thought of having a vile body thinking that we are going to be changed but I believe it's a thought that we think that it's going to change our vile bodies but actually we are already as he is we need to awaken to the truth of the gospel which is the obedience of Jesus the Christ that by father's finished work in Jesus revealed our true identity thus it is written we have the mind of Christ father God's holy and righteous spirit within us it is also written the kingdom of God is within you John 17 verse 20 to 23 says I am not asking on behalf of them alone but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their message that all of them may be one as you father are in me and I am in you one and the same person because one cannot be different having the same DNA then it says may they also be one in with us so that the world may believe that you sent me I have given imparted or infused them with the glory which is DNA you gave me so that they may be one and the same as we are one and the same verse 23 I in them and you in me one that they may be perfectly united as one so that the world may know that you sent me and have loved them just as you have loved me 
Jesus the Christ spoke that. The son, the offspring of Father God. Thus Jesus ended the thought, the mindset of sin, which is the thought, mindset of separation, alienation from Father God, and the resulting, manifesting, recurring cycles of sin forever, past, present, or future, with his gospel, or the mindset of oneness, being the same as Father God, because one cannot be different, one by definition is the same. Now we have the mindset of Christ, and the mindset that is Christ is one. Born again as Father God, we are no longer the offspring of the first Adam, because Adam died in the body of Jesus the Christ on the cross, together with all, all, all of mankind. Galatians 2.20 says, I and all of mankind, including Adam and Eve, have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. How do I live? How do I live Christ who lives in me? I allow Christ the freedom to guide and direct my every thought, decision, and action by the Spirit of God, which is His nature, which is called Christ. Now we are all the offspring of Jesus the Christ. He was the firstborn of many. He is the cornerstone. He is the first and He is the last. He is the Omega or the Alpha and He is the Omega. In Isaiah 53 verse 10 says, Fully mature, fully awake, fully alive. All of mankind, going all the way back to Adam and Eve, having the breath of our Heavenly Father in us, were recreated in the body of Jesus the Christ, and born again out of Jesus the Christ as His offspring, his descendants, Isaiah 53.10, flesh of his flesh, bone of his bone, glory of his glory, why not blood of his blood? I'm asking a question here, why not blood of his blood? Because in John 17.22, I observed that Jesus bequeathed us with his glory. A union, a oneness, not his blood. Since last Adam, Jesus has given birth to us. We are no longer born of Adam and Eve and of the flesh. Jesus is a reset button for everybody, including Adam and Eve. As Jesus' offspring, we are begotten, not made, 
not formed, not created. We are begotten as spirit, not flesh. We are begotten as immortal, not temporary. We are begotten as supernatural, not natural. We are begotten as holy, not carnal. We are begotten as righteous, not sinful. We are begotten as light, not darkness. We are begotten as life, not death. Therefore I am begotten, I am light, I am spirit, I am holy, I am immortal, I am supernatural, and I am righteous. From the moment Jesus exited the tomb, all, all of us, all of mankind, were born again, because we were all birthed out of Jesus the Christ. Not because we said some words or prop or some prayer, the prayer words were irrelevant to our salvation, because our salvation happened before time began. Before we had bodies and before we were we ever had the thought that we were separated, alienated from Father God, our Heavenly Father. How so? In Romans 1.20 says, In the natural are a reflection of things in the spirit. So just as it is utterly impossible for a baby to make the decision to be born, it was utterly impossible for you to make the decision to be born again. Jesus, not us, made the decisions to have all, all, all of mankind, including Adam and Eve, and all of creation recreated in his body. And then he birthed the brand new created man or begotten the brand new man a spirit a light being just like himself when he stepped out of that tomb do you remember how the clothes of the head was folded and not the body well guess what it's time to fold the blankets of the body as the head. It's time that we awaken to that holiness and that righteousness that we have in Jesus. Because Father God finished the work in Him. If it was a prayer that saved us, then it was by our own dead works we were saved and not by the living work of Christ major in major not the minor everybody whether we know it or not was born again out of Jesus Christ everybody was supernaturally born again with Jesus's power right authority ability privilege as firstborn sons of God all of us 
named after his name and called by his name, Yeshua, as some do, or Jesus. And this is the gospel that should be taught. Our birth is neither by the bloods of bulls and goats, sacrifice, nor the will of the flesh, Adam, but of Father God. We are all born again as Father, as God, through Jesus the Christ. And that's found in John 1, verse 13. This is marvelous in our sight, and this is the real true gospel of Jesus the Christ that needs to be taught to everybody, everywhere, in every realm and dimension, past, present, and future, and for all of time, space, and matter. Now I am born again as God because Jesus the Christ gave birth to all, all, all of mankind. We are his offspring now, and by his perfect and finished work, not ours, no more of Adam and Eve, because I am birthed out of Jesus the Christ. Right now, we are begotten, not made. We are spirit, not flesh. We are immortal, not temporary. We are supernatural, not natural. We are righteous, not sinful. All of us. So what do you believe? Do you still believe you're a sinner? Or would you just listen? No. You can't be. Because you are the offspring of Father God through Jesus. You are righteous, not sinful. All of us. This is our inheritance this is our rest this is our mindset this is our divine birthright as the firstborn son or daughter of father god also we are called by his name second chronicles 7 verse 14 and named after his name ephesians 3 verse 15 and what name is that the name of Yeshua or Jesus, the highest and the greatest of our all Father's names. Psalms 138, verse 2. Yeshua Jesus means to deliver, to save, to rescue. Our name is our birthright inheritance, the birthright of the firstborn, and we will not abdicate it a second time. I am, you are, we are, in need of nobody's approval, permission, or agreement to believe this, and to have this beautiful truth unfold as my, yours, our own life experience. On earth as it is in heaven is a real thing. But as Paul said, if you practice those carnal lustful works you will not inherit it but that doesn't mean that until you die that means right now if you're drunkard how can you inherit the kingdom of God or have earth as it is in heaven become real to you if you are always drunk you won't be able to or if you are always in drugs always high 
you won't be able to. Or if you're committing adultery, you won't be able to enjoy earth as it is in heaven. It's not something when you die. Paul only spoke the works of the flesh, stopping from you enjoying the kingdom of heaven right here, right now. So make the switch. In the hidden smother wrapped in the grave clothes of our perception of ourselves as man, having no knowledge understanding ourselves as gods, I realized it is how we perceive ourselves that we will determine our experiences of everything, including Father God. Unhappiness is the mindset of the one who thinks, believes him or herself being alienated, separated, stagnated from Father God or his flow of life. An infinite joy is the mindset of one who knows his or her union and oneness with Father God, a flow of life. A oneness to the tree, connected to the tree. You are the tree of life. Jesus being the, Jesus being the, the roots of the tree, the bark of the tree, and you're being part of that tree as a branch. You are the tree planted by the river of life. But you have to believe that in the Christ mind that you have. You have to believe that you are holy, you are righteous. You are the nature of Father God on earth. You are His heaven on earth. You are a, I say a duplicated, a cloned nature of Father God on earth. But until you believe that, it becomes true of you. If you don't believe it, then you're always going to be thinking that God is far away from you. And you would always have to do something to get close to God. That's what religion teaches. That you have to fast. There's a lot of benefits for fasting. But that you have to fast. That you have to pray spiritual warfare and you have to do this every day. Don't be a Martha. Be a Mary where you where she was sitting at the feet of Jesus learning what he was teaching. Until you make this a realization in your life then you will start seeing heaven on earth because it will be you the part of heaven on earth Peter didn't go out healing 
He did not go after healing. What did he tell those people that were sick or needed healing? What I have, I give you. In the name of Jesus or in the nature of Jesus or in him oneness with Jesus. He said, get up and walk. I believe Peter saw them hope just as Jesus saw them hope because Jesus didn't also then go healing. He only spoke to them. Do you want to be healed? And they will say, yes, Lord. We'll take up your bed and walk. But he never went out there healing people. He healed them because he saw them whole. Well, guess what? You have the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead, which is Christ. See yourself whole if you are sick. See yourself whole. If you have a withered hand, see yourself whole if you're on a wheelchair. See yourself completely whole because you are. You are whole and complete in Jesus because He begotten us in His resurrection. When He stepped out of that tomb, he stepped out a wonderful, wonderful begotten son. And he begotten us through all that. He came out a new mankind. And we are in that union with Jesus. You believe this? Do you believe this? Can you believe this? What does the word say? It says that Jesus is the name that was given above all names. Well, guess what? You are connected to that Jesus as one. There's no difference between you and Jesus. If your name is Rick, you are Rick the Christ. If your name is Stephanie, your name is Stephanie the Christ. Not that Christ is your last name, just that Jesus was not Christ. Jesus' last name was not Christ. Jesus was Jesus. But Christ was who he was, a Father God. Just as you and I. The disobedience of Adam was done away. In the obedience of Christ. Why can't you believe that truth? Why do you listen to these pastors and teachers and false prophets and false apostles that you have to do or you have to give to receive your healing? your wholeness, your completeness, your perfection. 
when Jesus already begotten you as a son of God. You are as Jesus. We are as Jesus on this earth because he was the firstborn of many like him. He is the head though. He's the head and we are his body. Believe that and you will find yourself enjoying life more than ever before. You will see yourself whole. You will see yourself complete. You will see yourself perfect. You will see yourself righteous. You will see yourself holy. Because the same Christ Spirit that was in Jesus is the same Christ Spirit that is in you. Father, Jesus, and mankind are one. But many, many do not know. That's why the thought of sin is still in their mind. That's why they keep doing what they do. Because nobody has told them the truth of the gospel. Awaken to the righteousness and holiness of Father God. Because that is what you are. You have been begotten in Jesus. When he resurrected, you were born again. You were birthed anew. You were birthed with newness of life. You were birthed with the same nature of Father God. Would you believe that? Can you start believing that? And I bet you these hospitals will empty themselves out because people will start walking out. Because once they start believing that they are holy, that they are righteous, they will see themselves whole and complete and perfect and will walk out those dang hospitals that are killing them. They will overcome the falsehood of a hospital and will believe the righthood of Father God. And many Christians fall in that trap that they say they believe but yet they are bedridden. Get up and walk from that freaking bed. Believe that you are whole and complete, perfect, righteous, and holy. You have the Christ in you. 
the very nature of God. Do you think God is sick? Do you think God is laying in bed sick? No. And it's the same spirit as within you. Of wholeness. Complete. Perfect. If you are listening to this. I pray that Father God. Will take away the scales of your eyes and of your mind. And start believing that you have the mind of Christ. What is the mind of Christ? It's the mind of the Spirit. It's not the mind of Jesus. Jesus has his own mind. You have your own mind. But the mind of Christ is the mind of God. The mind of God. As he sees, you shall also see. Believe it with your heart, believe it with your mind, or the cross mind. Close your eyes. Don't see this natural world, and those don't try to believe by seeing this natural world. Close your eyes and believe in the Spirit with your Christ mind. See everything whole and complete. See yourself whole and complete. Remember the earth. The earth is crying for the sons of God to manifest. The earth is crying for the sons of God to manifest. What are you waiting for? Manifest now. The kingdom of God is within you. All you have to do is believe it. If you're in the hospital listening to this, that's not you sitting in that bed. That's not you. Because you are complete. You are whole. You are perfect. You are righteous. You are holy. You are of the same nature of Father God. You can speak to your mind. You can speak to your heart. You can speak to your lungs. You can speak to your intestines. You can speak to every part of your body. And become whole. Ask God to help you believe that. And He will. He will help you see yourself as he is. This is Godly Divine. If you ever want to talk, you can call me. You can call me.
You can call me at my number anytime. My number is 346-664-3567. No. I will not ask you for money because that's not what God wants. I will ask you for you to believe what I am speaking to you and listen to your spirit as it speaks to you. I don't need money. God sustains me. Father God blesses me. He might use you, but you know what? As far as I know, God has been so faithful, so wonderful. Be blessed. And please, I ask for you to awaken to this truth of the gospel. Realize that you are holy and righteous. And that will bring the perfection, the wholeness, and the completion of your thoughts of being one with Father God. Because you were begotten as Jesus stepped out of that tomb. Your life was changed into his nature. We are no longer the first Adam that disobeyed, but we are of the second Adam, Jesus, that obeyed, even unto death, and destroying the body of disobedience, or the body of sin, or however you want to call it, the body of Adam, the body of the flesh. We are now spirit, holy, righteous, supernatural. But we need to start believing it or else it will never manifest. And the earth is groaning, crying for the suns to manifest. And it's time for you to manifest. It's time for you to leave the hospital bed and walk out as holy and righteous, perfect and whole, because the hospitals is not for the sons of God. The hospitals are only for unbelievers or for religious Christians that still believe that they gotta do something to be right with God or they have to give or all their life savings to receive a healing (laughs) when in actuality it's only a thought away God doesn't need your money God doesn't need Federal Reserve banknotes He doesn't need that He needs you to believe that's what He needs He needs your belief 
and those tithe, tithes and offerings that were spoken up in, of in Malachi, he was talking about his spirit. Those religious Judaizers were stealing, were stealing of his spirit from the people because they would not let them, they would not let the people or his people see themselves as holy and righteous because of their rules and regulations. And that's what's happening today in many churches. They put their rules and regulations. They put their, oh, you got to have so much studying and you got to have this or you got to do this to be able to serve here, serve there. <laughs> no, just get up from that bed and go serve God. You got God with you. You and Father God are one. You don't need nobody. You don't need no studying. Realize that the Christ in you is what's going to move you and take you everywhere. He will even translate you from one section to another just as he did the apostles. I love you all. I really do. I might not know who you are. I might not see your face. I might not know truly who is listening. But I love you because I can sense the Spirit of Christ in you. And that my fine brothers and sisters, we are all connected to one vine, and that is Christ, the Spirit of Christ, through Jesus. That's how I know that I love you. Because I love God with all my heart, with all my strength, and with all my mind. And I love my neighbor as myself. And so... I love you. From Golly Divine Ministries, you have a good morning and a blessed day.